Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 as we talk about the F2 from Monaco this weekend. Uh, we're going to start with the sprint race and it was Isaac Hajar on pole, Ayumu Owasa alongside. Hajar was able to get well, get away well. The first casualty of Monaco lap one though was Kush Miney who'd been looking pretty strong all weekend. He got hit by Novelak into the chicane outside the tunnel and this caused a bit of a pileup with uh, Leclerc Boshong and Nisani. Uh, Nisani was out. He stalled the car while trying to avoid Miney. This brought out the safety car. Um, on the restart, it was about lap six, off the restart, Isaac Hajar, his engine fails. So Oasa takes the lead right from the restart of the race. Um, we move on, though, because there are a few penalties to be given out, mainly for uh, Novelak. He got a 10-second penalty for causing the collision with Kush Miney, but then he also got a 5-second penalty because he was speeding in the pit lane when he changed his front wing after the crash. So we have a 15-second penalty there in the sprint race. This uh, We go to now lap 22 because Cordiel was in the wall. This brings out the safety car again. Uh, Ollie Behrman had an issue. It's been a tough weekend for Ollie Behrman. Uh, didn't look great this weekend. Uh, well, in the sprint race, it looked better in the feature race. We'll get onto that later. So, lap 25, Behrman went out. Um, off the restart, though, my goodness, are you Awasa? Managed to create a 3.6 second lead in one lap off the restart. Real incredible, incredible stuff. Um, Daruva, though, though, he was P2, and with four laps to go, he was complaining that something on his car was broken. It wasn't too badly broken, though, because he was able to finish the race and kept his P2. But it was Iwasa who won the sprint race from Daruvala, then Crawford in P3. This briefly put Iwasa at the top of the championship. And I mean briefly, because it lasted around less than 24 hours. Let's talk about the feature race that has just happened there then. So, Vesti was on pole, Victor Martins alongside. Uh, Vesti got away well at the start of the race, and Victor Martins quickly uh, went across to the right and squeezed his teammate, Tailport Chair, nearly into the wall. I do think they touched as well at one point. Very aggressive between the two drivers, and that would be a theme throughout the entire race. Ollie Behrman has a fantastic overtake on Hauger on lap one. It's a shame it's only for P12 at this point, but Ollie Behrman's still looking good despite a very bad qualifying. Uh, Cordiel has to retire the car from uh, lap four. Novelak was the first to pit from the Super Soft on lap eight. And then Arthur Leclerc, the, the curse continues because he has brake issues. He crashed in qualifying, brake issues here, retires the car lap nine. Vesti, though, at the front is just setting fastest lap after fastest lap after fastest lap after fastest lap. Really pulling away at this point. Looking great for Frederick Vesti. Um, we get a investigation that was going to happen after the race between Novelak and Nisani for pit stop infringements. I haven't really heard anything about that since, but that has happened, apparently. Um... Awasa then has a fantastic overtake on Behrman just before the pit stop. Behrman just come out of the pits, cold tyres. Awasa uh, on the more on the better tyres was able to get that overtake done. This was like for like P9, P10, something like that at this point. Two great drivers, really lower than they should be in this race due to bad qualifying. Um, Fittipaldi's engine blows up. Uh, that was um, it's not Enzo Fittipaldi. Enzo Fittipaldi is the other one. 
which uh, no, it is Enzo Fittipaldi. It's not. I was thinking of Pietro Fittipaldi. There's too many Fittipaldis. Enzo Fittipaldi. Yeah, his engine blows up out the tunnel. Quite an amazing visual. As he comes out of the tunnel, the engine blows up. He just carries on past the chicane and goes off into the runoff area. Literally brings out the virtual safety car. Uh, Dennis Hauger gets a five-second penalty for leaving the track and gaining an advantage. Then Jack Dewan. We guess the camera just cuts and he's at the top of the hill in sector one, sideways on fire. This obviously brings out the safety car. He was able to get out of the car and is was fine as far as I as far as I know. Uh, there wasn't any reports of him being injured or anything. He was able to get out of the car. That's fine. The safety car comes out. Vesti pits from the lead, Martin pit, Martin's pits from P2 and has a slow pit stop. Taylor Porcher comes in. Now, uh, Martin's and Porcher are on the same team, so they do a double stack. So Porcher gets slowed down because Martin's is slowed down. Slowed down anyway because it's a double stack. So he's going awfully for Taylor Porcher. Then he gets lifted up on the jacks. Then they drop the car on the floor. They pick it up again, get the pit stop done, and then get him back out again. Somehow, despite all of this, Taylor Porcher loses no positions in this. Like... Everything that could have gone wrong in that pit stop went wrong, and somehow it didn't matter. Um, in the replays that we see here, um, it shows Zane Maloney, who is going through, nearly hitting Dewin. So Dewin has crashed on top of the hill. Maloney can't see him. There's some great instincts there to just miss him. Like, it must have been inches. In some angles, it looks like he did hit him, but I don't think he did. We get a red flag at this point because Dewan's car is spitting oil everywhere. It's still on fire. It's in the middle of the road. We see in the replays that Dewan hit the wall going through the, the swimming pool chicane. He hit the rear of the car. I think that broke the rear suspension. But he was able to carry on. Because when he got to the top of the hill, it completely failed. Spun him out. Then he hit both barriers. And this somehow lit the car on fire. Now... Martin, off the restart, Martins is under investigation for failing to slow under yellow flags. And the replay of this is terrifying. So he's going up the hill through sector one. Double wave yellows showed. He does slow down, but not enough. And there's Marshall standing around Dewan's car, and he nearly hits him. It was, it was a terrifying watch, that replay. And he gets a penalty, a drive-through penalty very harsh very strict penalty um but i understand why i did it and actually victor martins is actually very lucky because when they did the restart uh it was a rolling restart behind the safety car they let all the cars unlap themselves but they didn't allow time for the cars to rejoin the back of the pack and if they had, Martins would have been punished a hell of a lot worse. Because I think it was only like the top eight who were at the front in that bunch. Everyone else was about 30, 40 seconds behind. So Martins only went from P2 to P8. But I mean, still, that's a big drop for him. For someone who could have potentially maybe won the race, but was also just in a very good position. I mean, this isn't the first time it's happened. I remember in um, Saudi, he was in a really good position to win the race. and he made a mistake. Here and again. Good position, made a mistake. Uh, we then get the change from laps to go to time to go because uh, the red flag took quite some time. Five minutes left in the race. 
and uh, Behrman and Owasa are properly battling here. It's a shame it's only for P10 because these two are very talented and it just shows how important qualifying in Monaco is. I mean, if you think about it really, Owasa qualified ninth, Behrman qualified, what was he, like 15th? Something like that? One second, I'll see if I can find it. So, Behrman... He was, Behrman was 17th, Owasa was 9th, and now they're battling for 10th. That showed how good Behrman was in this race, really. I mean, they should have been battling for the win. I'm hoping for better things for both of them out of uh, Barcelona. Uh, Boshong retires the car at some point. We get the final penalty of the day for the F2. It's Novelak getting another 5-second penalty. This time he was skipping the chicane outside of the tunnel. And then we go to the end where Frederick Vesti takes the win and the championship lead. Teo Porcher comes home in second and it's Zane Maloney in third. And something the, the commentary put across here as well is that Porcher has not finished lower than second in any of the feature races apparently. I, I'd have to double check that but apparently that is true. He's having a great campaign here this year. Um, I mean I don't think that is true because he did awful in Saudi. Well, did he not finish, Saudi? I'll have to double-check this statistic, this statistic, everyone. There you go. Yeah, so Frederick Vestry is your new championship leader. Porcher goes to second, and Awasa is in third. But still a very tight competition here, and it could go any way. I mean, we saw, what was it, like six winners in the first, like, eight races or something like that? It could go any way. I mean, really, Behrman is still statistically in it. I think he's fourth in the championship at this point. But overall, a pretty good race. Some good, well, not, I was going to say some good incidents there, but some incidents there. There was some good uh, racing as well, some good little battles in there. It just shows how difficult it is to pass around here, even in the smaller, slower cars. Uh, we also have one last race to go today. Of course, that is the Formula 1. We'll be back here later on to talk about that. But I need to mention my hero of Formula 2 for this weekend, and I think I'm going to have to give it to Vesti. There wasn't anyone else who really was fantastically good. Miney was good in qualifying, but his races both kind of fell apart, to be honest. There weren't anything there. He was impressive, though. I did like him there. Behrman did well, but was massively out of position. Iwasa won the sprint, sprint race, but, you know, Vesti, I think, was the best of the bunch for me. So where did uh, Vesti finish? In the, in the sprint, he finished ninth. That wasn't fantastic, but who cares? We're going with Vesti. I think it's his first F2 hero from me. There you go. Uh, we'll, be back. we'll be back with the F2 in Barcelona next weekend. But of course, one last video to come out today. And that will be the Formula 1 that will be coming up later this evening. I hope to see you there. Until then, goodbye.